0: Hello podcast listener, this is Marin Lauka, the owner of YesAnd and your alignment coach here to guide you to greater authentic alignment in your career, your relationship and your lifestyle so that you can experience true success. What you are about to listen to is a replay of my weekly spark, which is a live video, a mini workshop training that I do every single Tuesday. You can always catch the video version on YouTube or Instagram. Otherwise, enjoy listening to the audio and I will see you again next week. So much to keep track of these days we don't need one more thing to add to the list and that's why today i'm going to simplify as yes and does happiness and well-being one of the things that is really important to keep track of, uh, and we don't want it to be an overwhelming. So I'm gonna share six ways, the six things to focus on, and you can choose one to implement today to increase your happiness and well-being. And this is based in positive psychology. I'm pulling this information from Carol Riff's psychological well-being scale. For those who don't know me, I studied positive psychology in grad school and this is one of the measures that we often use in studies to measure happiness and well-being. And so we're gonna be walking through these six steps. By the end of today, again, you will know what six things to focus on and i will highly encourage you to choose one of them so that it doesn't feel overwhelming and that especially in this busy season holiday season hence the holiday sweater you feel equipped and you feel uh encouraged and motivated to actually focus on something rather than overwhelmed and paralyzed by the thought of adding one more thing to your list in doing so in creating this type of focus just like one of my clients who came to me and felt like she had to do all the things. And for her, it was specifically in her business. She felt like she had to play all the roles in her business. But in focusing on what she actually wanted, the outcome she actually wanted from the beginning of opening her music school business, we were able to hone that in, find the one thing that really meant the most to her, and in turn, increase her happiness and well-being, not only for herself, but that ripple effect out to her daughter, to, um, or to her son rather, and to uh, everyone around her and her staff, that includes her staff, her family, her friends, um, and of course herself. And so in focusing in on and finding one thing that stands out to you of these six today, going for it, you will see that improvement and it will be a sustainable growth model so that you can then return and pick another thing and slowly but surely increase your happiness and well-being in all six areas. So let's dive in. And actually before diving in I'm going to say at some point today a magic keyword and if you comment this magic keyword wherever you are tuning in Facebook Instagram is live and then I repost on YouTube and then the blog on my website so this video appears in multiple places wherever you watch it if you comment the magic keyword that I will say in the middle of today's video you will be entered to win $50 this is in celebration of my birthday month which my birthday is tomorrow this is also in celebration of holidays and just Giving, giving and generously expanding, especially when 2020 has been the year that it has been. (laughs) So keep your ears open for the magic keyword. Let's start with these these six items, what six things to focus on to increase your happiness and well-being. First, I'm going to lay them all out. Then I'm going to dive into each of them one by one. The six things autonomy, environmental mastery, personal growth, positive relations with others, purpose in life, and self-acceptance. So what do these things mean? Some of them are obvious, some may not be as obvious. Autonomy. Autonomy is your confidence in your own opinions, your own decisions, even in the face of others' opinions and potentially really strong opinions. So your ability to judge yourself, to act and judge yourself in in your decisions, not in like that negative connotation of judgment, Um, but to judge your decisions, judge yourself, judge what you how you want to spend your life based on your values, your beliefs and and what you think is right, not what others think is right. How I coach my clients and walk through group members in the experience is we look at others' opinions and advice and programs and knowledge bases as great data points to consider, and we ultimately bring it all back to ourselves and then make an informed decision that makes sense and is in alignment with us. So that is autonomy. It's not ignoring everyone else's opinion. It's not discounting, for instance, research base, which can be really informative, like today, to say what does the research suggest that happiness and well being um, contains? And I just realized my mic is all the way over here. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Um, and so the research base, all of this is really informative to bring into account. And at the end of the day, are you solely relying on that, or are you bringing it back to you and then making a decision that's in alignment with with your beliefs and your values? That is autonomy. The second component, environmental mastery. This one doesn't may not make as much sense um, in lay terms. What it means is that you feel in in control and empowered in your circumstance. And so you're good at managing your responsibilities. You feel like things are in check. You feel that sense of control. And sometimes I and my clients don't love that word control because it can feel grippy or it has different definitions of it um, that may not feel as well and happy. And what environmental mastery is, is just this sense of I don't feel like I'm being pushed around like I'm in the middle of a river current or like, um, again, kind of going back to the autonomy piece that someone's opinion will sway me all the way to this other place that I didn't intend to be. Um, You don't feel like you're lost, right? You feel like, okay, I I know what I want to do. I am in control of my task list or your calendar system or your sticky note system, whatever you use, and you feel confident in that. That's environmental mastery personal growth this is one of the six elements of happiness and well-being this desire that is a natural desire for all of us, um, and maybe more so if you've fostered this in yourself, to grow, not because you're inadequate as you are, but simply because you enjoy the process of learning and growth and discovery. And so you're open to situations that challenge you to expand your perspective. In fact, you may seek them out because you want your mind to be extended, because you want to see other possibilities, because even if your life seems really great, great right now you're curious to learn how other people are living really great lives or how could it be even better or how could I foster this strength that is already a strength of mine and make it even greater even stronger even more confident utilize it in a different way in a different realm than I have before that's what personal growth is all about and again emphasis on it doesn't mean that right now you're not beautiful and perfect and amazing. It's not to get down on ourselves, but rather to say there's always potential to learn and grow, and can I be excited in that space of knowing that personal growth is a continual, lifelong adventure? Here's the magic keyword. <laughs> if you want to enter to win $50, comment, wherever you're watching, a mountain emoji. And if you can't find the emoji, say mountain. This is the magic keyword. And if you comment it, you're entered to win $50. No catch, I'll send it out to you in the mail. All right, the next of six, we have three more remaining ways to increase, things to focus on to increase your happiness and well-being is positive relation with others. And so think about your relationship with other individuals. We talked about autonomy as one of the six and being confident in your own decisions and being able to use yourself as the North Star and your compass that doesn't mean, again, that we ignore or we don't want to relate with anyone ever. Of course, we are social beings. We like to relate with others. That is that is what humans do really, really well. Uh, and so think about how you relate with others and what that experience is like. Do you find maintaining these close relationships as a priority for you and as relatively easy? Easy has some, um, <laughs> that's in the actual questionnaire that Carol Riff uses. They're easy. It's easy to maintain relationships. And I push a little bit against that um, just to offer the perspective that it may not always feel easy to maintain a relationship. But does it feel um, you're like you can manage that, right? Like even when the challenges come up, you can navigate and get through and grow. Maybe use that strength, use that focus of personal growth in those challenging circumstances to at the end of the day still have a close Um, good intimate relationship, not with everyone, but with a select number of people. Another point here in positive relationships with others is that you share your time with others and you experience these warm and trusting relationships. Again, not to pressure any of us, especially in COVID, a lot of my clients are experiencing that a lot of close relationships may not be available for us right now to foster them. And it's really challenged us to say, what are my essential relationships that, you know, what is my quarantine circle that I'm going to interact with? And to see if you have one or two or five, whatever it is, close relationships that those really feel warm and supported Um, and then overall just feeling like interacting with other people is going pretty good (laughs) compared to uh maybe these negative feelings or um, really not being able to connect with others The fifth element is purpose in life. This one is a big hitter. So you feel like you have a direction, you have something that you're pursuing, and you think about the future. You think about what else you can do moving forward. Again, not to slip down that slippery slope of, that means that I'm not content in this moment, but rather it means that as i'm content and happy and satisfied in this moment i also continue to pursue something as i look to the future this is a heavy hitter as i shared and some of my clients really struggle with this concept of purpose what is my purpose and it can feel like a heavy question and i encourage you to be compassionate as you address if you choose to address this of this aspect of the six areas of happiness and well-being Can we broaden the term, if you're finding you're struggling with this one, can we broaden the term purpose to say, you know, direction or something that feels like you're working toward. Rather than wandering aimlessly, there's something that that keeps you at least a little bit focused. And this doesn't have to be like this tunnel vision focus, but it keeps you looking in a direction, moving forward, looking to the future, building and growing. And this purpose, For some time, maybe to find your purpose or the purpose may be to say, I want to help others. And that may seem really vague. And when someone else asks you your purpose, maybe that's not the answer they were expecting. That can still be your purpose. My purpose is to help others for a long time my central purpose was love. And I didn't fully understand or know what that meant, but it came to me as the thing to focus on. And so I just continued forward. How can I show up with more love? How can I pursue greater love? Receiving, giving, sharing, witnessing love. And so broaden the idea of purpose. It doesn't have to be like this business model or this specific thing is my purpose. Um, but just to have something that you're looking forward to, something that you're working toward rather than again, wandering aimlessly. And if you're in a season of wandering aimlessly, that's okay too. Um, this is just one of the six, one of the six. And the sixth, the final, self-acceptance. So for the most part, you like your personality. You may see your shadow sides. You may see times when you didn't react or respond as ideally as you wanted to in certain situations. Um, and for the most part, you like your personality. And when you look at the story of your life, you're pretty pleased with how things have turned out. So notice the soft language here. And this is, again, taken from Carol Riff's questionnaire which has been studied and put through a process to ensure that this is capturing this idea of self-acceptance. Self-acceptance is um, it, it is compassionate and it is not Seeking perfection. I think that's something that sometimes can get us tripped up, especially me and my clients and the individuals who are drawn to yes and this high achieving personality. We sometimes put this connotation on accepting ourselves. We can only accept ourselves once, or we accept ourselves if this. And self acceptance in this definition is to say, and in, in the realm of happiness and well being, is to say, I accept myself because for the most part, life is good. For the most part, I appreciate my personality. And that can be good enough and let good enough be good enough and foster that self-acceptance right where you're at while knowing that you're gonna continue accepting yourself moving forward as you grow and pursue that purpose and these big dreams um, in the future. So there are the six. Again, to recap, we have autonomy, we have environmental mastery, we have personal growth, positive relations with others, purpose in life, and self-acceptance. In the midst of that, I shared the magic keyword that you can comment below on any platform for your chance to win $50. You must comment this before 10.30 a.m. in 24 hours on Wednesday, December 9th. That is my birthday. I'm giving away $50, very excited to do so. And it's kicking off a month long, all of December, I'm giving away $50 for every weekly spark. So mark your calendars for the next Tuesdays at 10.30 a.m. Central Time because this is happening every week. If you like these six elements, if you liked the idea of simplifying something that can sometimes feel broad, such as happiness and well-being, in a step-by-step formula, you want to not only learn about these things but apply it into your life, I highly encourage you to check out the Sand Experience. It's my group coaching program every month we focus on a different aspect of alignment. Happiness and well-being absolutely falls into that. And I break things down really simply. So for instance, if I were to take happiness and well-being as the challenge focus, the month focus, let's focus on our happiness and well-being for the month of, let's say, February, then each week I would choose one, probably one week would have two, two weeks would have two because there are six elements, but one to focus in on and make it really simple, just one practice a week, because as I started this video and as I like to do for every weekly spark and every workshop that I host and every client that I'm working with is simplify so that it doesn't feel overwhelming and so that we can bring in this self-compassion and this concept of sustainable self-growth, sustainable personal growth, because this is a lifelong thing. So we needn't try to do everything all in one sitting and oftentimes that's not when sustainable change happens. It's when we do bite-sized steps, bite-sized pieces, one step at a time and uh, and maintain it throughout our whole lives and look forward to maintaining it throughout our whole life. So that means having fun in the process. You can check that out again at yesandbymarincom experience and comment the keyword. Remember to win your $50. Until next time, next Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Central Time, I look forward to sharing more alignment tips. This is Maren Lauka signing off. Have a wonderful Tuesday.